Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, December 11th, 2023. Stand up for your country two weeks before Christmas. We'll get into that. I wrote a column yesterday. I hope you read it on uh, corruption in the federal government. Now, too many Americans do not care. They just don't. And the excuse is, oh, it's always been this way. There's nothing I can do about it. The reason they don't care is they're too lazy to care. And I'm sorry to be harsh, but it's true. So if you raise, well, under the Biden administration, an enormous amount of, of corruption, they'll go, oh, Trump was worse or some stupid thing like that, not knowing what you're talking about. But they'll just deflect, deflect, deflect. Oh, so what? I, I don't want to pay attention to it. I have to do my cell phone, blah, 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 blah. I got to tell you, though, government corruption is one of the worst things that could ever happen to the United States. And we have it now, big time. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So on Thursday last week, um, the federal government uh, filed new charges against Hunter Biden. The media had to report it, but they suppressed it. They didn't go hysterical. They reported far more about Trump being a Nazi or whatever the theme of the day is on him. But the uh, Department of Justice says that alleges Hunter Biden failed to pay $1.4 million in taxes from 216 to 219 okay? Three felonies, six misdemeanors, all new. And isn't it magical that uh, in August they had three misdemeanors and a gun thing that the judge threw out, and I'll get to that in a moment, and just less than four months later they can come up with all this stuff after investigating for five years. It is really it is really something. Anyway, if convicted, Hunter Biden uh, faces 17 years of prison, but Joe Biden will pardon him. It's just a matter of when, 
not a matter of if. So don't expect Hunter to be going to any facility. They won't. All right. Now, here's what I wrote on Sunday. The case of Hunter Biden is an incredibly vivid example of corruption by the federal government. Situation rivals Watergate and the Teapot Dome scandal engineered by members of President Warren Harding's cabinet. I'm actually writing about that right now for my upcoming presidential book, which will be out in September. Anyway, the following facts are not in dispute. From 14 to 19, Hunter Biden amassed millions of dollars selling influence to foreign concerns. The son of the president used his father's name in multiple deals where foreign nationals were promised access to the elder Biden. We have that on Hunter Biden's computer and on direct testimony from his business associates. No question about it. No two sides to this story. Okay, so he was selling influence. Um, And it was obvious he didn't play taxes. Why? He didn't even file. He didn't even bother to file. So again, there's no two sides to this. The federal government says 1.6. It's a lot more than that. But the statute of limitations have run out for 214, 215, when uh, Hunter Biden amassed a tremendous amount of money. Some people say that was a uh, design. The Justice Department wanted the whole thing to run out under the statute of limitations. Okay. Under Trump, William Barr was the attorney general. Trump wanted a special counsel appointed to investigate Hunter Biden. Barr refused. Said, my guys are doing the job, which was either dishonest or ludicrous. One or the other for Bill Barr. So under Trump, they could have aggressively gone after Hunter Biden, but Bill Barr would not. Everybody understands that this is not a partisan play here. That is the fact. Enter Merrick Garland, who comes in under Joe Biden. He's even worse than Bill Barr. Okay, what he does is basically wash his hands of the whole thing. Doesn't even pay attention to it. And I believe that unless his U.S. attorneys do nothing in California, Washington, D.C. and Delaware. Then the Hunter Biden laptop is discovered and all hell breaks loose, but not all hell in the corporate media. No, the New York Post broke it. A few of the others here, we discussed it. But NBC, ABC, CNN, uh, CBF, tamped down, tamped down, tamped down. Even Fox didn't cover the story very well because they don't have the skilled players to do it anymore over there. They can't do it. Um, so Biden could, um, Joe Biden, the president denies everything. My son did nothing wrong. He didn't get any money from China, blah, blah, blah. And we all know that's not true now. Not true. So Merrick Garland, he's running the investigation. He's the attorney general and they're trying every which way not to do anything. Finally, they have to do it. So they file these low level charges in July against Hunter Biden. Three misdemeanors and a gun thing is ridiculous. okay? and no jail time. That's the plea. And the judge throws it out. Judge says, I'm not doing this. This is insane. And then they have to go back to the drawing board. Enter two whistleblowers. The guys show up. You know them. They testify in front of Congress, which is the only investigated body. To this day, the FBI is not investigating any of this. Not even involved. Talk about corruption. Christopher Wray, Mr. Corruption. Okay. 
He can't be bothered. So the two IRS whistleblowers say, hey, we had all the information on Hunter Biden a long time ago. We had it in 1415. Nobody do anything about it. That's corruption. Okay. All right. So the latest federal indictment last Thursday is filed in California. Well, who's the U.S. attorney in California? His name is Martin Estrada. He refused to investigate anything. It's on the record. Estrada would not investigate Hunter Biden. He's still there. He's still a U.S. attorney. You talk about corruption, Merrick Garland? So you got Ray's corrupt, you have the FBI. Garland's corrupt. He's the FBI. He's the Justice Department Attorney General. And uh, the U.S. attorney in California is corrupt. This is pretty big, right? And Biden presides over this. He could fire these people at any time if he wanted to. But obviously he doesn't. They're protecting his son. Okay? Now, the bottom line on the story, I hate to use a cliche bottom line, but here it is. The feds, the Justice Department, Barr, uh, Merrick Garland, Christopher Wray, they knew years ago that Hunter Biden was selling influence and not paying taxes. They knew. Joe Biden knew. Jill Biden, his mother, knew. They all knew. Okay? And the corporate media knew. Every, I knew early on. It's beyond dispute. Okay? When you add it all up, it's colossal. Again, it rivals Watergate and Teapot Dome. It will go down in history as one of the biggest scandals in U.S. federal government history. And that's a memo. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, off this, there are some right-wing conspiracies. I get mail on this all the time. Once again, I will tell you, if you believe what you read in the ideological sites, whether they're left-wing or right-wing, if you believe that, you are not being smart. Okay, the first conspiracy is that the charges last week were filed so Hunter Biden doesn't have to testify in front of Congress. That is false. Nothing to do with that. We do expect Hunter Biden, if he shows up, to take the Fifth Amendment. But there's no preclusion of that. He can, Congress can still issue a subpoena. He has to show up, which they have. Okay, and then he can be cited for contempt if he doesn't. Okay, the second thing is that the statute of limitations, there is no under IRS rules. That is false. It's six years for an IRS criminal case. There isn't any statute of limitations in a civil case, ongoing fraud case. But in a criminal case, it's six years. So this is all over the right wing media, which is. (laughs) All right. Okay. so I think we're up to speed on this. 
Um, the final part is the press. Sunday reporting supposed to look back on the week. Remember, the new charges against Hunter Biden broke on Thursday. ABC's Good Morning America totally ignored it. Totally ignored it. ABC's This Week that Stephanopoulos did cover. CBS Sunday morning, I think they have eight hours of that, totally ignored it. Fox News Sunday covered. Meet the Press on NBC covered. CNN State of the Union, that's that phony Jake Tapper, the worst, the absolute lowest worst, didn't cover. And MSNBC didn't cover, but you knew they wouldn't cover that. Okay. Now, there's one other aspect going on here before we bring in Brett Tallman, our guest. The National Archives is set to hand over to the House Oversight Committee 62,000 pages of Joe Biden records when he was vice president, phone calls and stuff like that, because Joe Biden used a pseudonym, a phony name on a number of transmissions that he made. So all of this data is coming this week to the House Oversight Committee. All right. Now, I'm confused, which is not a good thing. There is the Presidential Records Act, which says that a vice president and a president, all of their correspondence has to be logged. And when they leave office, it has to be given to the National Archive. That is the Presidential Records Act. Okay? But if you're using a private gizmo like this under a phony name, as Joe Biden did, all right? How does the archives know that? How do they know it? Remember Hillary Clinton erased all this stuff and this and that? All right. So who better than to tell us is the former U.S. attorney for Utah, Brett Tallman, who joins us now from Salt Lake City. How do they know? How, how did the archives get all the stuff from Vice President Biden? Eight years. He's using pseudonyms. He's using his private phone. He's using public. How do they get it all? Bill, thanks for having me on. I think there's really two possibilities here. The first is the Presidential Records Act does not distinguish between personal devices and official. So any communication or any record that's created while he is vice president, uh, doesn't matter the device. Now, most presidents and vice presidents will take control, they'll delete, they'll do away with personal information that they don't want the archives to, to have. But if they don't, the archives are the ones who they have the computer forensic experts that come in and they take devices and they take laptops and everything else and they extract from it all records. So even they if you second. erase stuff, they can reconstitute it, right? That's correct. And, yep. and they, they, they let's let's just keep it in Biden's uh, ballywick right now. So that Biden has to turn over all the things that he did for eight years, any communication, private or public. He, by law, has to turn over to the National Archives, right? Yeah, that's correct, Bill, because right as soon as he's done being in office, the the ownership of that transfers to the actual National Archivist. So the ownership is no longer Joe Biden's and he has to transfer it over and they then take the time to go through it. You know, the the other way in which they can make, they can take possession or find out about these documents is the sloppiness of Joe Biden. If he uses, you know, his other devices, his, his official computers or laptops or phones, 
And he uses those emails, which, you know, any any device that you use, whether it's official or not, you have access to all of your email accounts there. My guess is it was a combination of both sloppiness by vice president and then turning over the records and the archivist then retrieved all documents. OK, uh, so if you don't if you don't turn them over, you can be charged with a crime like Donald Trump is being charged with for all the stuff he had in his Mar-a-Lago basement. Right. That's correct. It's it's not historically been handled that way. There's negotiations and you hand over and they, they eventually you, both sides are satisfied. Um, but you, you can violate the law. And we, we see that that's at issue. Well, that's in what Hillary Clinton case. did. And, and she exactly raised right. all this stuff. I wonder if they reconstituted that stuff. Um, but anyway, so 62,000 pages of stuff from Joe Biden as vice president, some of which he used a pseudonym, a phony name, is coming into the House. That's going to take a while to sort through all of that. Okay, now my column that I wrote, I thought it was one of the best columns I've written um, on BillOReilly.com. Just details the corruption, because I don't want a he said, she said, I don't want two sides to the story. All I want to do is report what we know to be true. Do you, did I leave out anything or did I do anything that wasn't uh, accurate? No, it was very timely and, and it hit me personally because um, I've, been, I've been wondering how individuals that are on the left and still supporting Biden, you know, how do they come to the conclusion that nothing, you know, that nothing's been found in, improper? And I spoke to a, a lawyer friend of mine in New York and we had a conversation. He's very left uh, of center. And he had no idea what I was talking about when I outlined some of the things that you and I have discussed about what's been, you know, what's come out in the investigation, what the House has uncovered, the monies, and, and, and I was flabbergasted, but it tells you that we're all in these silos. And, and he's walking away thinking to himself that this is all, you know, fake and phony on the right while we sit there and we look at this and we're stunned by it. So your column was perfect to point out that everybody's, you know, manipulated by the media. That is corruption. But but it's the lazy that are not going to find out the truth. OK, so, you know, as a historian, uh, we're going through now every president because we're coming out with a new book in September uh, to coincide with the election cycle of 24, the presidential election. And we're going over everyone, the scandals they had, the problems they had. U.S. Grant had a lot of problems with his cabinet. Harding was ridiculous. Nixon was absurd. And I think that they put in the taping after JFK um, and Johnson and then Nixon. Now all calls going into the White House are taped, right? <laughs> That's correct. They're, they're all right. taped. So they're all, all of live. that. Right. All it's taped and logged. That goes to the archives. It's just these new devices. And I'm sure there are ways to get around them, but I'll be interested to see the analysis of the 62,000 pages coming in to the House this um, cycle. Last question. You're, you've been around for a long time. The FBI is supposed to be the primary investigating agency at corruption at this level, correct? Absolutely. It is front lines. It isn't. The FBI chief Ray works for Merrick Garland, the attorney general. Merrick Garland works for Joe Biden, the president. 
So you've got this agency with done absolutely nothing to investigate the Biden family grift. They know it's up between 20 and 30 million and no agents have been assigned to investigate it at all. Yeah, and, and Bill, you look at that indictment, an entire half of the investigation is missing. Typically, a task force is formed between the IRS and the FBI, and the FBI chases down the other half of the investigation, which is the movement of the money, the um, establishment of the conspiracy, the fake and phony you know, companies, and then the movement of international money into the United States. Um, that All that is handled by the FBI. They're the front runners on, on pure corruption cases like this. It should have been done. It's, it's, it's so obvious to those of us who have worked on these types of cases that that case in California was absolutely a product of let's get out there, you know, a few of these charges against Hunter and hopefully it deflects from the fact that we are missing half of the entire investigation. Yeah. And that Estrada guy, you know him? The guy. I, I do not. I do not know him. I'm, I'm shocked that, um, you know, there used to be a time, there used to be a time when U.S. attorneys, they didn't take their marching orders from Maine Justice in Washington, D.C. That time is, is over. Wait, wait. And he's still there. And this is, this yeah. goes back to Merrick Garland, who the attorney general is going to get down in history as one of the most corrupt attorney generals we've ever had. All right, Brett, Tom, and everybody, Merry Christmas, Brett. Thanks for helping us out. Really appreciate Thank you. it. Um, yep, Merry you know, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk again soon, I hope. All right, uh, Joe Biden's schedule is another money grab in Philly. Goes there, talks to some firemen, picks up money. Then he's going to have a Hanukkah reception tonight at the White House. It's just the usual for him. He was out on Hollywood over the weekend. I understand they raised about $15 million for the Biden Victory Fund out there with the Hollywood people, uh, Katzenberg, Spielberg, Rob Reiner, Chernin, Shonda Rhimes, uh, you know, the usual suspects. They love Biden. They don't care how corrupt he is. They, they couldn't care less. Okay, it doesn't matter. Uh, but he's raking in the money. New CBS poll uh, out. Um, 2,144 adults. That means they don't have to be registered voters, so it's a little soft. Um, first question, do you approve or disapprove of the way President Biden's handling the current conflict between Israel and Hamas? Approve 39, disapprove 61. Uh, disapprove is up five points since October 7th. That's interesting. Second question, do you approve of the way Biden's handling his job? Approve 41, disapprove 59. Third, do you feel your income is keeping up with inflation? Yes, it is. 24%. No, it is not. 76. That is a key. People cannot afford the essentials of life under Biden. Fourth question, do you feel economic opportunity for the following groups has been increasing, decreasing, staying the same? Middle class. Middle class. Okay. Economic opportunity increasing 17%, decreasing 56, staying the same 27. Okay, that's going to sink them. Right. CNN poll, Michigan. Presidential election held today. Would you vote for Trump or Biden? This is Michigan that went for Biden last time. Trump 50, Biden 40. Whoa. Whoa. All right, Georgia. Same question. Trump 49, Biden 44. 
And Georgia, of course, went for Biden. So uh, President Biden's losing ground everywhere in the country, except California and New York, where I am. Doesn't matter. Progressive liberals, they don't care. They're going to vote for their people no matter what. That's wrong. And you right-wingers out there with the same way, that's wrong too. You've got to evaluate each situation. Let's go back to the media again. So as you know, Fox and Friends has been on the air for what, more than 20 years. Same two guys, Kilmeade and Ducey, uh, then the ladies have changed. Um, Steve Ducey used to be a big Trump supporter, not any longer. Now he's a big Biden supporter. Go. The Republicans at this point don't have, they've got a lot of ledgers and spreadsheets, but they have not connected the dots. They've connected the dots, the Department of Justice did, on Hunter, but they have not shown where Joe Biden, uh, you know, did anything illegally. Okay, so that's the Democratic talking points that Ducey just spit out at you. That's what comes out of K Street in the Democratic precincts. See, James Carville say that, MSNBC people see it. Every day, every way, that's what they say. But why is Ducey saying that? All right, now, he's going to write to his opinion, but I could shred that opinion in 30 seconds. Number one, the reason you have investigation is to compile information. And there is no FBI investigation into Biden, which makes it pretty difficult to get information. So Congress has to do it. The two House committees have to do it. Take some time. So why are you saying uh, there is no information about Joe Biden when the investigation is not even close to being completed? Why would you say that? Why? There's a reason. It is not fair to me to speculate about that reason. I know what it is, but it, it's opinion. But think about it. There is a reason why Mr. Ducey is saying what he is saying. California. Now, this is Gavin Newsom. So two years ago, when Newsom took over, the state of California had a $68 billion, um, $100 billion surplus. He walks in, and this is Jerry Brown, stacked that money up because they taxed people in California to the most extent they could possibly tax you. A hundred billion. Two years later, there's 68 billion in the red. Are you kidding me? And the projection is in the next four years, they're going to be $155 billion debt in California. Now, if you were to ask Gavin Newsom about it, he wouldn't answer the question, number one, and he wouldn't even acknowledge the facts. Wouldn't even acknowledge, and this comes from the Legislative Analysis Office in Sacramento. Comes from his own government. Wouldn't acknowledge it. Would deflect, but, but how can he run for president, even if Biden doesn't run? It, it, just that. He's mismanaging fiscally the state. This is insane. I, you know, I see these numbers and I go, oh, my God. Uh, let's go overseas. Gaza. So the United Nations hates Israel. 
Okay? Always has. Uh, you know, the third world countries see Israel as a bully, uh, as a persecutor of the Arabs of the Palestinians. And the UN buys into that. Everybody knows that. But the only stats that we have out of the war between Israel and Hamas come from the UN. And I'm going to report the stats, but I'm telling you I'm a little skeptical. Okay. So according to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, 18,000 Palestinians have been killed so far in Gaza. 18,000. 70% of the 18,000 women and children dead. Okay. More than 49,000 have been injured. These are Palestinians living in Gaza. You remember on October 7th, 1,200 Israelis uh, were killed by Hamas. Okay? 100 Israeli soldiers subsequently have been killed in the war. 600 Israeli soldiers have been injured. 85% of the population in Gaza, according to the UN, 85%, almost 2 million people, are displaced. They're out of their homes. Homes have been destroyed or they're too dangerous. They're gone. They're wandering around. Okay. And according to the UN World Food Program, about 90% of the Gaza residents don't have enough food. That's pretty harrowing. Now, again, is it true? I don't know. But I know that the people who were living who are living existence in Gaza are suffering. You have to acknowledge that. It's true. But what choice? The people in Dresden, Germany, suffered in World War II. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Tokyo, they all suffered. What's a choice? Hamas is going to Try to kill Jews. You got to root them out. It's not easy rooting them out because the terrorists are shooting at the Israelis. The Israelis are bombing the hell out of Gaza. If it were me, I would be going out of my way not to hurt the civilians, but they're going to get hurt. It's a war in a war zone, very narrow war zone. Okay. Bernie Sanders, he's the head of the progressive movement in America, the senator from Vermont. Here's what he says. Go. Israel is losing the war in terms of how the world is looking at this situation. And I think that it would be irresponsible for the United States to give Netanyahu another $10 billion to continue to wage this awful uh, war. Now, the reason that Sanders is so irresponsible is that, number one, Israel's not losing the war. That's ridiculous. But they're obviously, worldwide, the hatred toward Israel is growing. That's true. Sanders has no clue on how to negate Hamas. None. He'd let Hamas sit there and do it again and again and again and again. Bernie Sanders, no solution to anything. So you should know who the head of the progressive movement is and what he thinks. 
Zelensky, president of Ukraine, is coming to Washington for the third time since February 22 tomorrow to ask for money. Okay. You know, we've discussed and discussed and discussed. You can't let Putin win, and Ukraine takes money to fight Putin. Putin thinks that the West is going to fold now, and he's hanging on. But the Republicans of Congress say, okay, you want the money, 60 million more, you got to tighten the border, and Biden won't compromise at all. I wouldn't vote for giving Ukraine the money until Biden tightens the border. Again, all Biden has to do tonight, tomorrow, sign an executive order. The executive order says the United States is suspending all claims of asylum for one year because we have too many and we can't adjudicate them. One year, no more claims of asylum from anyone. Stops. Everybody's sent back where they belong. That hard? Not hard. McCarthy. So, as you know, Kevin McCarthy is uh, retiring from Congress after he got booted out of his uh, speaker position. Unfairly, I thought. But McCarthy tried and, you know, he was okay from, with me. He goes on CBS Sunday morning, which, again, would not cover the Hunter Biden stuff. CBS Sunday morning, that wasn't big enough for them. They had some piano player, violin player, they had an interview, I guess. So he goes on with a guy named Robert Costa, who's a very liberal reporter. Go. You praise Trump's policies. You say he's a good guy. But many Americans, they look at his language, they listen to his speeches, and they hear an authoritarian, some say even a fascist on the horizon in this country. What do you say to those people who have those real concerns? Look, I, I don't see that. And this, this is what I tell President Trump, too. What President Trump needs to do in this campaign, it needs to be about rebuilding, restoring, renewing America. It can't be about revenge. He's talking about retribution day yeah, in, yeah. day out. He needs to stop that. He needs to stop that. You think he's going to listen to you saying, stop that, stop that? Well, he hasn't that? listened to anybody before. Okay, there you go. Um, smart life. So Goodwill, you all heard of it? Big charity, right? Never gave him a dime, by the way, right here. Uh, they have a CEO in California named Richard Allen Abrushi. He's been arrested and charged with embezzling more than a million dollars that was given to Goodwill. There he is. Okay. 45 years old, nine counts of wire fraud, identity theft, whatever. He stole money, allegedly. We don't want to deny him due process. Okay. The reason I put this in smart life is I get a lot. We list some charities on BillOReilly.com that I give to. But I'm telling or suggesting that you go local. Big brothers, big sisters, every county count, every county. Usually an excellent organization. Got to go in and talk to them. But that's worthy. Your local ASPCA, the animals, go in, walk around. You can see it. Your local food bank, which churches are giving food to the hungry. You can see it. That's where your money should go this Christmas season. You're giving them to the big boys who are on TV and all of this. You don't know where it's going. Now, our go-to people there are a charity navigator, 
charityager.org, I believe, charityager.org. They list and rank the charities as far as honesty is concerned. It'd be interesting. I didn't check what they had for Goodwill California, but okay. They also analyze where the money comes from. You know what the most generous neighborhood in the country is? Ready for this? Forest Hills, Queens. They've donated about $25 per person. Forest Hills, Queens. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Ethnic neighborhood, good folks. Okay, San Ramon, California, Marin County. Okay, they're second. Evanston, Illinois, third. Other top-ranking, Magnolia, Texas, McLean, Virginia, Bethesda, Maryland, Gig Harbor, Washington, Silver Spring, Maryland, Cedar Park, Texas, Oviedo, Florida. All right? So be generous, but be smart. Smart life. Stay in history, uh, December 11th, 2008, Bernie Madoff arrested. This guy was unbelievable. So he's running a Ponzi scheme, you know it. Uh, 37,000 victims, 136 countries. Uh, he was just taking the money and then paying money with the new money coming in. That's a Ponzi scheme. He wrecked people's uh, livelihood. They invested with him. Got 150 years in prison. He died. He's dead. Kidney disease, age 30, 82. Uh, his two sons are dead. Uh, one committed suicide, the other cancer. Big names affected. Actor John Malkovich lost more than $2 million. Zsa Zsa Gabor, before she died, lost ten. Steven Spielberg lost some money. Kevin Bacon lost money. Late Larry King lost more than a million. Now, his widow, Madoff's widow, Ruth, still alive, 82, lives in Connecticut. The courts allowed her to keep $2.5 million, and they took everything else. Bernie Madoff, arrested, all right, 15 years ago today. The devil. All right, we got mail. We got a final thought about people uh, panicking in a certain area. Right back. Let's go to the mail. Fred Potschmidt, Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, thanks for the extra excellent summary on corruption in government and the media regarding the Bidens. However, I believe you missed a key point. Charges against Hunter are missing Farah violations. Why? How do I know why? That's registering as a foreign agent. I'm sure he's guilty of it, but I, you know, I don't know why. They don't tell me this stuff, Fred. Um, Greg uh, Pilcher, Silverton, Oregon. I thought the IRS fraud had no statute of limitations. See, that's why I addressed it. See, this is all over the Internet. Now, Greg, civil, no statute. Criminal, six years. Thomas, wake me up when something actually happens in the punishment category for the Biden clan. You know, that's our corrupt government. Uh, Daryl, concierge member. We'll get to that in a moment. Yet in spite of it, all folks will still vote Democrat to keep their own form of grifting going. That's corrupt, too. I wouldn't go that far. Poor people need entitlements. Democrats give them more money. They're going to vote Democrat. I understand. Mike Murray, Dallas to Oregon, outside of Portland. I think I finally understand the code of conduct of our poison Ivy League schools. It's okay to verbally harass and call for the genocide of Jews, but never ever say anything hateful about the two genders because that'll get you expelled. Yes, of course, everybody knows the double standard now. No doubt about it. Nathan Hampton, Astoria, Oregon, another Oregon. 
It's a very nice town up right on the coast, northern end of the state. Bill, thankful that Holly the terror dog is all right. What were her initial symptoms? You know, Holly, I'm not going to get into what that was, but keep an eye on your pet. If the pet's personality changes, energy level changes, that's when, and then you got to have a good vet. I had two, uh, but I found a great one to save Holly's life. Catherine Gorham, Franktown, Colorado. What about people paid in stock? This is about the wealth tax. Don't they pay taxes on the value of the stock that is transferred to them? Sometimes. Depends if it comes under salary or not. There's stock options, all kinds of stuff. Harold Levine, Blue Ridge, Georgia. Your description of the left's wealth tax was both lucid and alarming. It's a shame the Republican Party doesn't come across as being single-minded enough to counter. The courts will counter. Republican Party can't counter. I mean, all it can do is get regain power next um, November. Lynn Hentos, Greer, South Carolina. I've been excited to read your Killing Book series, and I only have four to go. Way to go, Lynn. Okay, fascinated. Can't stop reading, um, even though I'm in my 60s. You can learn in your 60s. Defeating the British for independence, I had no idea how difficult it was. Look, 13 Killing Books, all bundled up for you. <laughs> this is the greatest Christmas present ever. I say, give it to dumb people, because if they read the 13, they'll be smart. <laughs> Magically. Um, Bob Tresca, Huntington, Indiana, just finished Killing the Rising Sun. I have never enjoyed reading, but I started reading the Killing books three months ago. And uh, I'm going to continue to read all of them. Just started Killing the SS. Mary Weber, Davey, Florida, just finished Killing the Legends. She had so much in it, I did not know. Great book. You know, Legends kind of fallen through the cracks because it's contemporary cultural history, but that's one of my favorite books, Legends. Okay, last day for signed books, BillOReilly.com, um, because we want to get them to you so you can get them to whoever you're giving them to. We'll personalize your greeting, okay? So whoever you want to send it to, you give us the message. We'll write the message out. I'll sign it. Book, we'll send it back. Last day. Got to get it in today. Okay, we just showed you the bundle. Then we have uh, Killing Crazy Horse, only $9.95. This is a gift for you. Okay, you buy a gift for you. Okay, then we have Witches and Killers together, $21.95. Witches is just phenomenal bestseller, 250,000 copies sold. My God. And the United States of Trump and a Christmas ornament together, $17.95 for that. We're trying to save you money because we know money is tight. Word of the day, no jejun. J-E-J-U-N-E. Right back with a final thought. Okay, here's a final thought. Before I give you that, my address, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. Concierge membership means, and this is a great gift card for somebody or for yourself, upgrade or just be a concierge member. Special email of me. Panic over the wealth tax. Do not do anything. Don't panic. Courts are going to knock it out. Now, down the road, the progressives want to take your thing. They want to do that. That's what socialism and communism is. Confiscation. But now it's not going to happen. Second is Christmas. A lot of people worried about Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve, Christmas gift giftings, people coming into the house. I will tell you how to handle it. 
<laughs> I will tell you. Just tell me what the problem is, who's coming. I'll give you the, because you want to have fun. Christmas, peace, fun. That's what we want. Concierge membership, BillOReilly.com. An investment in yourself. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you again tomorrow.